Welcome to the Solstice Space Podcast. I'm Dawn Hafner, and I put this podcast together as a place for us to come together, work on our soul, connect to ourselves, to experience meditation, growth, and have deep conversations about how our spirituality, our soul path, our journey is played out in life, in work, and in our relationships. So I hope you'll join me for some meditations and some interesting conversations. Have a wonderful day full of presence. And remember, we simply can't do this without you. You're more important than you can ever, ever know. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me today. This is Dawn Hafner from the Solstice Space Podcast, and I have with me my amazing friend, Rebecca Zoot from This New Old House, and she is going to share everything business with us. She's really grown her business to just astronomical numbers. She's a social media expert and just has so much to share with us about her story. So welcome, Rebecca. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Dawn. I'm really excited to be on your podcast. I am a huge fan of yours. Oh, thank you so much. So we met, actually, I was a client of yours. Yes. And um, you did an amazing um, plan for me for a project that I was working on, and it was so much fun. It didn't end up to come to fruition, the project itself, from my choice just from, I didn't buy that property, Yes, but, um, it was amazing. And I was so excited at what you had put together. I know. And I have to say, I feel like, uh, like our meeting was meant to be because Mm -hmm. we've been friends since then we've encouraged Mm -hmm. each other on our businesses. So it's Mm -hmm. been really fun. um, getting to know you better since then. Yeah, it has. It's been great. Yeah. We felt that right away when we met each other. We're like, why don't we know each other? I know. We know common people. And I think, yes, exactly. Yes. So it's been fun. And I'm excited to see where your next journey takes you as well too. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Me too. So tell me a little bit about what you have going on right now in your business. What's coming up for you? What has you excited and busy? so in October, actually, I'll be hitting my two-year anniversary for this new old house. I launched it in October of 2017, wow. and it's just been an exciting ride. Um, in October of 2017, I decided I was going to launch my own business and blog. So the first thing I did was I put a, a Facebook page out there for the world to see, and <laughs> I had no idea at that time if it would just be my mom and my sisters and my 10 best friends following me or mm-hmm. where it would take me. And two years later, I have um, over 23,000 followers on Facebook, um, just closing in on 7,000 followers on Instagram. And I'm also very active on Pinterest with my projects. So I have um, 315,000 monthly oh viewers gosh. on my Pinterest page as well, wow. too. So it's been super fun and an amazing journey just seeing where where this new old house has taken me. That's so awesome. So tell me a little bit about where the name comes from. Yes. Well, the name comes from actually, um, we lived in an old historic home in Adele. And so we loved that home. And actually, um, my story with this new old house actually starts even before we bought that house. It's kind of interesting if you want to hear that story. I'd love to. Yeah. So um, it actually starts when Jim and I met and that's my husband right now. We just celebrated our 20th anniversary and we had been dating for three months and, um, I felt like things were going really well. And so I 
asked him, how, where do you see us in the future? Kind of a mm-hmm. bold question for only dating for three months. Mm-hmm. And um, he didn't say anything for about two minutes. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, crap, I think he's going to break up with me. <laughs> but he actually said, um, I see us living in a house with a white picket fence. Our firstborn will be a son, and we'll name him Spencer. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of, and getting married, of course, and I was kind of blown away. I was like... Oh my gosh, I can't believe that he just said that. Uh Well, fast forward, he actually proposed to me after we met. So um, after we'd known each other for four months, we waited until after I graduated from college to get married. And we started looking for our first house. Mm -hmm. And we were looking for property with my in-laws at the time. And our real estate agent, after like, you know, what seems like 100 houses, Mm -hmm. he was like, I really want you guys to go and look at this house in Adel. It's an old historic home. It has the clawfoot bathtub, original hardwood floors, all the old woodwork, a gazebo in the backyard with a koi pond. And so we were like, okay. So my in-laws were with me and we pulled up to the house and instantly I fell in love with it. Uh, We went inside the house and my mother-in-law sat down in the living room Mm -hmm. and I'm like, don't you want to go see the rest of the house? Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I just know that this is the house that you guys are going to (laughs) buy. And Jim, my husband maker, is not a very fast decision maker. Mm -hmm. And so we actually made an offer on the house that night. Mm -hmm. And um, we lived there for 16 years. And we Mm -hmm. just poured our heart and soul into the house, just loved all of the old character, all of the charm. Mm -hmm. And when we outgrew the house with two kiddos, we have a son now, Spencer, who's 17, and a daughter, Mallory, who's 13. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided to look for, we really wanted to find an old farmhouse mm-hmm. and still stick with an older home. And we searched for two years for a property or for an old farmhouse. And I always say it was meant to be because um, we actually circled back and ended up buying the first property that we looked at, the land that mm-hmm. you're sitting on today mm-hmm. in our two-year search, the very first property oh, wow. that we looked at. And when we were looking at it for the last time with our real estate agent, we had looked at it several times. We It was like a beautiful um, summer day, very similar to today, only mm-hmm. it was in June, not mm-hmm. in September 30th. <laughs> and um, we came to the top of the ravine after we did a tour walking around the property, and I had a butterfly mm-hmm. that had landed on my hat. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it was there. My real estate agent was like, Rebecca, did you know you have a butterfly on your hat? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? On my hat? We're in the middle of a 100-year-old forest reserve. And she's like, yeah, it's on your hat. And my mother-in-law loved butterflies. Mm-hmm. And so we just knew that she was there with us that day. And oh. she was like, this is your next move. This is where you want to be. So we made an offer. And we went down a path that we weren't planning on because we didn't want to build. Mm-hmm. But we ended up building. And mm-hmm. we we wanted to incorporate as much character and vintage charm into mm-hmm. our new house as we could, mm-hmm. um, just because I love the story of old houses. So yeah. that's when this new old house was born. So a year after we um, finished building, we general contracted our home on our own and designed and built everything from ground up. Um, I lodged this new old house. 
Wow. What so, a story. That is yes, so beautiful. Thank I got you. chills twice during that story. Yeah, it's fun. Which you called in and what came to be and yeah. now who you are. And it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. You guys should definitely check out some of the pictures online and take a look. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's fun. A labor of love, that's yeah. for sure. So tell me a little bit more. Some of the people, when they hear your numbers on social media, are going to like be, how did you do that in two years? So yes. what, are, what are some of you, what do you think your success is from in that? Yeah, my background is in sales and marketing. So that's what I've done for the last 20 years. And so I actually just incorporated everything that I've told my clients to do in the last 20 years into my business and my marketing. And it's really about consistency. So if you're consistent and if you're putting out good content that your audience wants to read and to learn more about, they're going to become avid followers of you because they're going to want to see the next ideas that you're coming up with Mm -hmm. and that you're posting. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Great. So consistency is important and that is kind of hard. I know sometimes I don't always hit it. Yep. It's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much easier just to, to take the easy road and to take some time off. And, Mm -hmm. um, I actually have a coaching group for small business owners Mm -hmm. and especially during the summer, Mm -hmm. there's so many small business owners that just kind of coast because it's super busy. And so I really push them to say, okay, now is your time to really put your head down, focus Mm -hmm. on your business and pull ahead. Mm -hmm. So you're ready for fall when most of them have their busier time, you have Mm -hmm. your marketing ramped up and your numbers ramped up Mm -hmm. and you'll be so much further ahead of your competition who likely was hitting the snooze button over the last three months. Right. Good. Do you do anything with ads or anything like that? Or is it all organic? I do have a Facebook like ad that I run Mm -hmm. at, um, I think I do $5 a day, so the, okay. the price of a cup of coffee. Yeah, and then fun. on Instagram, I also have a similar um, ad that I run that helps with mm-hmm. followers as well, too, but very minimal investment mm-hmm. on that. I think that my Facebook-like ad comes to $150 a month, and my okay. Instagram comes to $60 a month. Okay. So, okay. so very minimal. And again, mm-hmm. um, even if you do have those like ads and those tools, behind you, you have Mm -hmm. to still be putting out that good content Mm -hmm. um, for people to continue to keep coming back once they hit that like button and they like your page. Right. Awesome. And there's so much competition out there There now. There is. Yeah. Awesome. Kudos to you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Tell me a little bit about the coaching group. So is this for women in business or what kind of? Yes. So I I primarily focus on small women business owners and you know, I feel like the advantage that I had when I launched this new old house, even over other designers, is I have a background in marketing. I'm passionate mm-hmm. about it. Most business owners, they're good at what their business is about. So mm-hmm. it might be a florist. It might be, um, you know, more of a crafty person. It might be a retail boutique. And mm-hmm. they do not know anything mm-hmm. about marketing. So mm-hmm. the group really focuses on marketing and how to build your following, how to build your brand. Mm-hmm. And what I also love about it is it's a community of other small women in mm-hmm. business that we can, you know, bounce questions out to the group when we have something that comes up randomly that we're wondering about what to do on our business and, mm-hmm. you know, cheer each other on when we're hitting big milestones in our business mm-hmm. and, you know, help push each other when we're kind of hitting those hard parts in our business mm-hmm. as well too. Awesome. So I launched that in January of this year and it's been really fun getting to yeah. know 
the women in the group and just seeing the growth and successes that they've had with their business since they've started incorporating some of those tools. I think that's such a fun part of women and networking and business. So like you pushed me to do this podcast. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes, randomly. So actually Don is going to be a guest in my um, coaching group next Mm. month in October speaking about podcasting. So So you knew I wanted to start it. And then that property that I mentioned that I didn't buy, it was kind of correlated with that. And I was like, oh, Rebecca, I'm like, you want me to do this? Like, even though I'm not buying the property or what are you suggesting? And then I had to sleep on it before I even answered your text. Cause I was like, okay, I'm taking this as a call yes. to step up. Yeah, do, it'll be super so, fun. So yeah. next month I'm having you, so a newer podcaster, mm-hmm. and then also Deanna Larson with Rural Revival, mm-hmm. who's been podcasting nationally to get two different perspectives. And yeah. and this is actually the first podcast that I've actually been on. Uh-huh. So awesome. this is new to me too. So I'm excited yeah. to learn more from you guys next month on your podcasting experience. Yeah, so it's so fun. Well, I just love that as an example of the way that women do business together. Yes. It's just collaborative and supportive and, and calling each other out. Up and mm-hmm. pushing each other forward. So it's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Super fun. How about um, some of your toughest lessons? Um, how have you made it through the tough times and advice for anyone else that's going through, you know, tough times in their business where they feel like they're struggling or the numbers aren't coming along? Mm-hmm. Or... And I guess that I would say what we do as small business owners is hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of the small business owners that I work with, it's them. Maybe they have some support people and a small staff. And what I would just encourage other small business owners out there is just to, to keep going mm-hmm. and know that every other small business owner is going through ups and downs. They're hitting challenges in their businesses before they get to those high points. Mm -hmm. And to also find that other group of small women business owners to be your support group. Mm -hmm. And it's so different. You know, you have your girlfriends, you have your family, Mm -hmm. but if they're not a small business owner, they just don't really understand the things Mm -hmm. that we go through as a small business owner. So just having that support group of other like-minded people, um, to help cheer you on and to help Mm -hmm. bounce questions up, I think is huge as well too. Yeah, I think so too. Not everybody wants to talk about your business. Right. Yes. We think they do. Having a a group that does is super helpful. Yeah. How about, um, if you had to boil down your life's mission into just a few sentences or one sentence, what would, what do you think you're here for? Yes. So I actually just have a very short sentence, but I think it encapsulates encapsulates a lot of things, both professional and personal, and that's do what makes your soul shine. I mean, you have to be happy in life. We're all going to go through challenges, but you need to be focusing on Mm -hmm. what your passion is, what makes you happy, both personally and professionally. And I love what I do for this new old house. It just, Mm -hmm. you know, I love working with clients. A lot of them become my friends and I love just seeing, you know, their family just kind of grow. A lot of them are building a new house, selling a new house, you know, having a new baby during Mm -hmm. that time. It's just fun. It's super fun. And just seeing the end vision come together of this project that we're talking about Mm -hmm. and just celebrating it and having them enjoy it after it's done. After we've been working on it sometimes for, you know, three months, nine months, a year, having it be done and ready for them to enjoy. Awesome. I love that advice about just doing what makes your soul shine because... I knew you would. I know. (laughs) That seems like a Don Yeah, preaching to people that... So I feel like sometimes women are resistant to that happiness, like being their their beacon because Mm -hmm. it feels selfish Mm -hmm. because they're like, well, you know, I got to make sure everyone else is happy first and then 
then maybe I'll be able to do something that I enjoy or love or make time for it. So Mm -hmm. I just think that's so important for everyone to realize that actually when you do follow your happiness, that is your mission. That's your, it's, you don't feel that way inside for no reason mm-hmm. that it's your intuition calling you forward to something you were meant to do, meant to give here. So, yeah, I think that's yeah. so true. Yeah. Awesome. Um, how about any mentors or guides that you really rely on, whether it's someone in your business that you follow as a mentor or you have a coach or books or anything mm-hmm. that you really rely on? So I would say that I can't really pin it down to one person or even one time period in my life. I mm-hmm. just think that people come into your life for specific reasons. And I even think our meeting too, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. just, in fact, one of our first conversations, I'm like, I just feel like we have so much in common. Mm-hmm. And I think our meeting was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I grew up uh, in a farm family in Minnesota. And I would say early on, probably those people, my parents, my grandparents, my aunts and uncles in the farming community shaped a lot of who I was early on mm-hmm. and just gave me that work ethic that mm-hmm. you get when you're, when you're, a farm girl for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I also grew up in the construction industry. My dad had a construction business, so I worked with him um, out on the construction site during college, and so um, picked up a lot of just those basic design and mm-hmm. construction skills from him. I know how to run all the power tools, wow. and when we were building our house, actually, there were some of the things that we did on our own, some of the trim work mm-hmm. and some of those things, so we had some contractors that would be working when Jim and I would be working, and they mm-hmm. were kind of blown away that I was running the power tools Uh and I I knew how to use the power saws. So that was kind of fun. Um, My grandma, Millie, definitely has been a mentor and an inspiration in my life. She actually just passed away the beginning of this past summer, Mm -hmm. which which those skills and those traits then Mm -hmm. just mean so much more. She gave Mm -hmm. me like my Martha Stewart qualities. Mm -hmm. I kind of describe my brand as um, a mix of the modern day Martha and the magnolia, magnolia of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And so just, I, we were baking all weekend doing apple, um, apple pies, apple jellies, all of those things. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's what we used to do with her yeah. just all day, just making things from scratch. Um, and then just so many creative, small women business owners that I've mm-hmm. met along the way since I've launched this new mm-hmm. old house too, that just inspire me. I love their stories. I love hearing about what they're doing and what's on the horizon. And mm-hmm. that's what I love about your podcast mm-hmm. as well too, just, you know, hearing inspiring things from other women mm-hmm. in business. Cause there might be things that you're thinking yeah. about and you're like, Oh gosh, if you know, they are thinking about that as well too. Yeah. Um, that's something that I should definitely continue to pursue. Right. Yeah. I think it's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Made a good point on just listening to other people's stories because it just opens your awareness of what's possible. It totally does. Because when we grow up and we are building like our, you know, stories in our subconscious, we kind of have a limited viewpoint. But Mm -hmm. then as you get to know people from all walks of life and backgrounds and see what different people are doing, you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, that's possible too. I didn't know that. And then it just expands your awareness. It totally does. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. How about um, anything that is organizational that's essential for you, whether it's an app or a software? Well, I am old fashioned, so Mm -hmm. I still use my hard book day planner. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I just ordered my day planner for 2020 Mm -hmm. and I'm super excited (laughs) about it. Um, I live by lists and I just love the satisfaction of checking those items Mm -hmm. off of my list. So I would say if I ever lost my day planner, I would be in big trouble. (laughs) Uh Yep. That's awesome. 
I think everyone has to do what works for them too. They totally do. Yeah. So yeah. paper for some, electronic for others. And I think the key is just having a system yep. that's very consistent. Yeah. Awesome. How about, um, is there anything that you have let go of that used to work for you? Yes. And I think that this is kind of humorous, but kind of serious. So house cleaning and you're like Ah. looking around and you're like, your house is not messy at all, Rebecca. So, um, so we made the decision, um, when I launched this new old house to hire a house cleaner, Mm -hmm. house cleaner, we were so busy with the kids, with the family, with my business. My husband works full time as well too. And so funny, but serious Mm -hmm. in that I've taken that advice and just learned to those things that you can Mm -hmm. hire out and maybe it's not your forte and you can actually help someone else's business. Mm -hmm. I would encourage you to do that. So Mm -hmm. obviously I'm helping another small women business owner that comes to clean my house every other week. And even things like, um, IT and mm-hmm. um, I have a person who helps me with my IT. I have mm-hmm. a virtual assistant who helps me with my Pinterest and uploading my blogs. Those are things that, as a creative business person, I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to go onto the computer and go onto the back end of my website and figure yeah. out Mailchimp. And it's just not my strength. Right. I could spin my wheels for three hours mm-hmm. doing something that my my virtual assistant it takes her 15 minutes to do. So, so I would definitely encourage other women to focus on what brings you joy, what brings you happiness, what you're Mm -hmm. good at. And if there's things that you're spinning your wheels on, if you can find someone else to help you with it and take that off your plate so you can focus more of your time on those things that that make you happy, that are the focus of your business to do it. Right. And what people are seeking you out for. Right. People aren't seeking you out for your emails on MailChimp. No, no. They are not (laughs) seeking me out for my IT advice. And if they are, they're going to be sadly mistaken. I think that's great advice. And also to just do that early. I think a lot of women Women in business have the, I'll do it later when I'm more profitable, I'll wait, I'll wait. But how much is that actually costing you by not taking that step? I totally agree. And I feel like two people are like, well, I don't really have the budget to have Mm -hmm. someone help me with my IT. But if you're spending three hours working on your Mm -hmm. IT, where you could be using those as billable hours for whatever Mm -hmm. you're doing for your business, you're still going to be ahead. So just making that leap, trusting your heart on that and, and just like not being in tears because you can't figure out the thing that you don't like to do. Exactly. It's a win-win. Yeah. One question I always have people ask themselves when we're kind of talking about that area, whether it could even be someone not in a business. And I always say, ask yourself, how could this feel easier? Right. How could this feel easier? And so it usually comes down to outsourcing something. Mm -hmm. So whether it's the house cleaning or cooking or whatever. So yeah. Awesome. So one question that I wanted to ask you, is there anything that's part of your life now that you never thought would be? Mm-hmm. I would have to say this new old house. Okay. So I, when I turned 30, I was like, okay, I want to start a blog mm-hmm. and I never did. And so actually this new old house was a gift to myself for my 40th birthday. Oh, wow. And so I turned 40. And so October of 2017 was actually ironically nine months before I turned 40. Mm -hmm. And so I decided I was going to launch my business then. I was going to launch my blog then. And so um, my goal for my first year was to hit 10,000 followers on Facebook. And I actually did that um, before my first year. And so it's just been such 
a crazy, wild adventure. I had no idea I would be where I am two years later. And Mm -hmm. I want to share something with you. And I'll probably cry when I read this because I just never know, you know, with what I'm doing as a social media influencer, the lives that I'm impacting Mm -hmm. and um, just, you just never know what you're putting out there that's Mm -hmm. going to affect and inspire someone. And so I received this note from one of my followers and it just really like hit me in the heart. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, this is why I do what I do. So she said, hi there. I'm sure you get messages every day from people, but I just wanted to tell you thanks for your posts and your page and your inspirations. I found your page a few months ago through a mutual friend and business owner. For a short time, I wrote a blog mostly dedicated to memories of my childhood and my gram. I wanted to record every recipe and bit of advice while she was still alive, but it took on a life of its own, as those things usually do, lol. My husband and I also found out found our dream home, um, actually at Lake Panorama, about the same time, but then our daughter was diagnosed with leukemia, and everything inspired inside of me just stopped. It has been 18 months, and since the day that she was diagnosed, I have not published one thing on my blog until this past week. I hadn't finished a single home project either. When I found your page, it got my wheels turning, and I just wanted to share with you my finished project. I'm not very handy, and I've never used wallpaper, but this was 100% a tribute to my gram. Thanks for your page and for helping me find myself and my inspiration again. It means more than you could possibly know. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. So I have to say, just like knowing the impact, Mm -hmm. and I just never really know Mm -hmm. when I put out there how it's going to impact or inspire someone, whether it be another small business owner, whether it be someone personally who's Mm -hmm. going through something, you know, a challenging situation or Mm -hmm. obviously home design, because that's what most people follow me for. Oh, that's so beautiful. And what I love about that too is that that happened just from you following your dream, Mm -hmm. following your little pings in your soul and your calling, and then you're just following that, and then that has this effect on other people, and Mm -hmm. then they're having the effect on other people. It's just amazing. I love it. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for sharing that. I love that. Um, How about, do you have a latest book, podcast, or movie that has caused your brain to just kind of fixate on it and it just sticks with you? So, um, so normally I don't read a lot of books. So when I do, it's normally more of your motivational speakers and authors. Mm -hmm. So I actually just listened to a podcast from, um, Rachel Hollis Mm -hmm. and it was on stop procrastinating. Mm -hmm. And what she said in the podcast really spoke to me and I'm like, this is definitely something that is a great reminder, especially coming up on a new year and starting to plan my goals for next year. And she really said in that podcast to challenge yourself past the hard stuff and work harder and push yourself in ways that others are not doing. So kind of like I referred to before, and it kind of made me think about an analogy on running. I'm a runner. And so when you are running sometimes you don't want to run Mm -hmm. because it's hard. Mm -hmm. But when you get done with a good run, um, it feels good because Mm -hmm. you pushed yourself and you challenged yourself. Mm -hmm. And I have a, I come from a family of runners. And so my dad and I have done some five K's together. And one thing that we both have done is train to sprint up the hills and Mm -hmm. to go as fast up the hills as we could. Mm -hmm. And so it's so fun when you're doing those races, when everyone else is kind of slowing down because Mm -hmm. the hills are hard. And Uh so we would, we would just pass so many people 
people going up the hill. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's a great analogy. And um, just checking those hard things off of your list first, mm-hmm. I think is huge. And I think mm-hmm. that's a challenge for a lot of people. I think so too. Yeah, definitely. I love that analogy. That's so awesome. For, we're a running family too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, races with my dad and my son together are like so meaningful to me. So yes. I love that analogy. And yeah. And I think that's just a great reminder for small, for mm-hmm. small business owners. A lot of people mm-hmm. procrastinate on the hard things, mm-hmm. but just dive in yeah. and get them off your list yeah. first and you'll be further ahead and you'll just, yeah. it'll catapult you, I think, to the next thing as well too. Yeah. The other thing I think is so interesting about procrastination is most of the time then when you you finally do pick up that thing and you do it don't you often have the thought like why did I push yes. that away so long it wasn't, it wasn't that, that bad. bad I totally agree <laughs> yes yes totally how about um with everything that you are balancing with both of you working and your business and your kids how about is there any self-care practices that you hold sacred that you have as part of your life mm-hmm. so I have to say I want to do more meditation that's why I've been following you <laughs> but um my biggest self-care and my me time is really my running mm-hmm. so I am an early bird and so so normally I'm up by 4.30 every morning and I get my run in first thing in the morning. And that's mm-hmm. my me time, my time to just focus. It's my stress relieving time. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I, if I ever had to give that up, I feel yeah. like it would be really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably my biggest priority on my self-care. Awesome. And motivation and meditation is mm-hmm. on the horizon. Yeah, so. absolutely. Everybody's got their thing that works for them. And the interesting thing I think too is then sometimes they shift, you know, so mm-hmm. sometimes you'll have a different part of your life. You'll have another practice. How about what is the hardest thing that you've faced in life so far? And what did you learn? Yes. And this actually is more personal related, but I feel like it's just life lessons that have carried me through both personally and professionally. So our oldest son, Spencer, was born with a heart defect. He's 17 now, and he actually had to have open heart surgery a week after he was born. Mm -hmm. So as new parents, I was um, 24, Jim was 27, Mm -hmm. our first baby, that was the hardest thing I think I've ever done in my life. And um, since then, he's had to have seven emergency pacemaker surgeries. And his last one, he got an adult pacemaker put in with leads that go inside his veins. So that should be more stable for Mm -hmm. him. But I have to say that I have learned so much through him and also through those experiences. And that's just really just you have to have faith. Mm -hmm. I mean, that whole experience really strengthened my faith. You have Mm -hmm. to pray about it. You have to, um, my favorite saying is actually, um, let go and let God. So pray about it and know that it's in his hands. Mm -hmm. And I've also just learned so much from my son during that time. So obviously when he was a baby, um, this was harder to see that in him, but he was such a fighter. But as he got older and had to have those surgeries, um, he just always has a positive attitude and he's Mm -hmm. so strong and he's so kind and he's never let that slow him down. Mm. And so I feel like that just has always instilled in me to um, face those challenges and just Mm -hmm. to keep on going. And the challenging things that everyone goes through in your life will make you stronger and they're hard, but in the end you'll get through them and you'll come out a stronger person. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. That's really an amazing story, and he's doing amazing now. He's doing amazing. He's doing such wonderful things with his own business. He is, yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah, super proud of him, yes. Well, I'm sure that gives a lot of encouragement to parents that are going through similar things. It's so scary when our kids have health issues, and we just, yeah, you have to have faith that Mm -hmm. everything's going to be okay, and 
and it gives you a lot of empathy, I think, too, for other people. It totally does. After you go through that. So, yeah. Yeah. How about what do you believe in for sure? Um, I am a person of faith, so 100%. I place God at the top of mm-hmm. my list and just knowing that he has a plan mm-hmm. in place for my life that I don't even know about. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, one of my favorite verses that I go back to both professionally and personally is, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. And that's um, Isaiah um, 60, 22. And I feel like that is just words to live by. He mm-hmm. knows your plan. And when you mm-hmm. face those challenging times, he, he has a plan to get you through to the other side. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And it's usually a lot better than what you came up with anyway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it totally is. So how about, um, is there anything that you absolutely know you want to experience here in this life? Yes. And so this is business related and it actually ties back to when I launched this new old house and it was a huge risk, but I'm like, you know what? You just don't know if you don't try. Mm -hmm. So one of my motivations when I launched this new old house is I wanted my own HGTV show. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know what? There, I found out there's 78,000 shows actually pitched to HGTV every year, but I'm like, you know what? You don't know if you don't try. Right. And so I actually, when I first launched this new old house, I started reaching out to producers. Mm -hmm. And over the course of the last two years, I've made some great connections Mm -hmm. and I've learned some different avenues and some Mm -hmm. opportunities. Um, And I'm just going to keep on trying because you don't know if you don't try. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I just didn't want to be, you know, 98 years old in the nursing home someday and be like, I just wish that I would have gone after that dream. And because you don't know if you don't try. And sometimes you, you know, might set off on one path and it might take you a different direction. But like you said, it might even be more amazing than the path that you, that you had set your, your heart out for to begin with. I love that. Awesome. And the other thing that comes to mind when you're talking is why not you? Mm-hmm. Totally. Someone has to do it. Yes, why not that's you? so true. <laughs> you know, there's an HGTV show that last, launched in the last year and their pilot was actually shot on their cell phone. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, you just don't yeah, know. You don't know. Yep. you don't know. That's so awesome. Well, yeah. good for you. Keep going for that. Yeah, thank awesome. you. How about um, if God tapped you out tomorrow, what would rise to the top as something left undone? Yeah, something on my list that I want to do is write a book. And my mother-in-law, who passed away now 15 years ago from pancreatic cancer, that was on her list. And she Mm -hmm. actually started it. And I saw the papers. She showed me the papers one time. They were in her drawer down in the basement. And I don't know whatever happened to them. But she just had amazing life experiences and life stories. And I would give anything now to be able to, you know, take a look back into those pages Mm -hmm. and learn more from her experiences and her life lessons. And I just feel like from all of my life lessons and my life experiences, there's just so much that I can tell Mm -hmm. to inspire other people with those stories, whether Mm -hmm. it's just more for for my family or Mm -hmm. for a wider national audience. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely on on my bucket list and something that I want to check off before I die someday. Awesome. Well, you will totally do that. Yes. Yeah. You will totally do that. And it's just one, one little bit at a time. It is. Just like everything else. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. It seems hard. So I just have to start. I need to take my own advice. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all in time. Yes. All in time. 
Well, I just want to close with a shout out to my husband and my kiddos because they have been just such a huge support system in my business since since I launched this new Mm -hmm. old house. And I just couldn't be where I'm at today without them. They're my biggest cheerleaders. So I have to give a little shout out to them. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, that's so great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. We learned so much about your business and just business in general. And I think it's given everyone a lot of food for thought about what they can do with their own business and hopefully a little inspiration to go after the hard stuff and don't wait. So thank you for having me. It's been fun. Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.